Recorded live. Hello? Hello? Okay, I see somebody's on the call. <clears throat> so I'll be just starting in a minute. Just waiting for some more people. So today we're starting on Chapter 10. Almost uh, halfway through the book. Okay. Okay. Let's see how many more people we have here. Okay. So we're going to get started. uh, Chapter 10 uh, Forbidden Foods. A McDonald's breakfast for under a dollar actually costs more than that. You have to factor in the cost of the coronary bypass surgery. George Carlin said that. Great healers, other, others are strictly excluded from the patient's diet. In this, in his classic book of cancer therapy uh, results of 50 cases, Dr. Gerson gives a long list of forbidden foods. Actually, forbidden items would be a more accurate uh, title. Since the list is not limited to foodstuffs only, newcomers to the Gerson program are understandably puzzled by, the, by some of these prohibitions banning foods that are routinely eaten and even considered wholesome by the average normal citizen. So let's see why they would be excluded. Rules and regulations are easier to follow if we know the reasons behind them. In fact, today's list of banned substances is no longer Dr. Gerson's original one. Since he wrote the book half a century ago, many uh, changes have occurred that make healthy living increasingly difficult. The huge development of the food industry, with its vast range of additives freely used in ever wider assortment of convenience food, has changed people's eating habits for the worst, exposing consumers to the ill effects of what are politely called food cosmetics. One of the worst and most highly toxic sugar substitute aspartame, sold as a NutraSweet, Spoonful, etc., is contained in some 5,000 processed foods found on grocery shelves. Last, but far from least, all processed food contains salt, the very substance that causes tissue damage syndrome and stimulates tumor growth. Added to this, the products of industrial agriculture carry heavy residues of toxic pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, growth promoters, hormones, antibiotics, and any one of the thousand substances allowed to be used by the Food and Drug Administration, which are supposed to be harmless. Indeed, some of these substances uh, tested singly may uh, prove to be harmless, but in combination with others, which is how people consume them in the real world, they add up to a poisonous cocktail. Let's remember that all the chemicals are toxic and damaging to the liver, 
and the very organ which the Gerson therapy endeavors to heal and restore. These are the two basic rules for Gerson patients. All processed foods, whether they are canned, jarred, bottled, frozen, salted, refined, sulfured, smoked, pickled, irradiated, microwaved, or otherwise treated, must be strictly avoided. Only fruits and vegetables certified as organic must be used, for they are free of agricultural poisons and are grown in healthy soil, which contains all elements and microorganisms that are needed for optimal health. Admittedly, these days, even organic cultivated soils does not contain the same level of useful minerals that it did even 15 years ago. But the great amount of organic food and juices that a Gerson patient is given daily makes up for the deficiencies. As for the forbidden items, the harmful effect of tobacco and alcohol are are too well known to need an explanation. Next, sodium. Uh, salt and fats of all kinds, except flaxseed oil, must be avoided. This, of course, brings into the group of forbidden foods any item that contains one or both of these banned substances. Example, avocados are rich in natural oil, which is fat. If you bear in mind the ban of fats and salt, the following list will make sense without detailed explanations. To simplify matters even further, let's repeat out loud and clear. Only foods that contribute to health and healing are allowed. All else is banned. Forbidden foods and non-food items. All processed foods, alcohol, avocados, berries, bicarbonate, bicarbonate of soda foods, toothpaste, and gargle, bottled and canned commercial beverages, soft drinks, cake, candy, chocolate, all kinds of sweets, high sugar and fats and no nutritional value, cheese, cocoa, uh, coffee for drinking except used as... Um, except as used in the castor oil treatment, uh, cosmetics, dyes, permanents, uh, creams, uh, cucumbers because they're poorly digested, uh, dry fruit if sulfured or glazed with oil, uh, drinking water, Epsom salts for foot baths, uh, fats and oils uh, with the exception of flaxseed as prescribed, flour, white and wholemeal, also flour uh, products such as pasta, Fluoride and water and toothpaste, herbs except permitted ones, uh, preparing, okay, see chapter 12, ice cream and sorbet, artificial flavors, sweeteners, and cream, legumes, uh, milk, uh, mushrooms, nuts, orange and lemon rind contains aromatic oils, pickles, pineapples, salt and all salt substitute, soy and all soy products. Example, tofu, soy milk and flour, spices, uh, sugar, tea, black and green if caffeinated. Black tea is high in natural fluoride. Dr. Gerson's total ban on soy and all soy products may sound surprising at first, since soy has a much publicized reputation of being an ideal vegetarian food, high in protein and low in fat and cholesterol. It is also consumed in the Far East where cancer incidence is considerably lower than in the West. However, the truth behind this commercially-motivated publicity is very different. Soy is very big business in the U.S., where 60% of the supermarket foods contain some form of it. In fact, soy is high in oil and contains at least 30 allergy-causing proteins, which can cause severe damage to susceptible individuals. 
Soy also contains uh, phytic acid, which blocks the uptake of important minerals, enzyme inhibitors, which annul the healing power of the vital oxidizing, oxidizing enzymes contained in the juices, and a clot-promoting substance, which causes red blood cells to clump together. Ample justification for the total exclusion of soy from the Gerson protocol. Please note, two homegrown foods, sprouted seeds and wheatgrass juice, which became fashionable in some 20 years ago and are considered wholesome and nutritious, must not be used by Gerson patients. Our experience has shown that, unfortunately, both have some harmful side effects. Sprouts were eating in large amounts by two Gerson patients in our hospital instead of the usual salads at lunchtime and dinner. Within a short time, both developed reoccurrences of their primary disease, i.e. lupus and cervical cancer, after being symptom-free for months. Other lupus patients uh, getting scrubs from the hospital kitchen in their salads and juices stopped responding to the treatment and even got worse. Shortly afterwards, research discovered that sprouts contain immature proteins called L-cannabinine, which suppresses the immune system. At the Gerson Hospital, sprouts are immediately banned and the earlier problems disappeared at once. All past patients were also advised to stop using sprouts in their diet. Wheatgrass juice contains many valuable nutrients, but is difficult to digest, tends to irritate the stomach, and can only be taken in one-ounce portions. Used as a rectal implant, it can also cause serious irritation. Besides, the Gerson green juice consists of green salads, chard, a little green pepper, some um, red cabbage, and an apple, per 8-ounce glass, and then look at Chapter 12, is, and it's highly digestible, contains similar nutrients, and can be enjoyed in four 8-ounce portions a day without unpleasant side effects. Excellent reasons for not using wheatgrass juice. Temporarily forbidden foods and non-food items until permitted by the Gerson practitioner is uh, butter, cottage cheese, salt-free, and defatted, eggs, fish, meat, and yogurt, and other fermented uh, health products. Forbidden personal and household items. Carpeting, new carpeting, uh, chemical cleansers, chlorine bleach, cosmetics, ointments, uh, paint, perfumes, pesticide spray, and wood preservatives. Okay, and with preservatives, any questions, comments? The fact is that the plant food, which are the basics of the Gerson regimen, are superior to animal-based ones. Besides being lighter, more pure, and easier to digest and absorb, each one contains a subtle mixture of vitamins, enzymes, minerals, and trace elements, which work in synergy and supply the depleted organisms with valuable nutrients. Only when the non-healing, in fact, harmful Food items are excluded. The wide range and variety of plant foods become clear. It is useful. It is their usefulness as well as their beauty that need to be acknowledged. Try to look at a display of fresh organic fruits and vegetables with the eyes of an artist. Note that the glowing colors and varied shape of the golden carrots, deep red cabbages, uh, creamy cauliflowers with their light green color, colors, Beige pears, multicolored apples, and translucent green, green grapes, 
and the range is vast, and I appeal adds a great deal to the enjoyment of the produce. There is another uh, happy surprise that awaits the novice explorer of the Inuit vegetable kingdom, and that's the discovery of the true flavor of vegetables and fruits. At first, without salt and pepper, plant foods uh, taste bland and frankly boring, but they are neither. However, a lifetime of excessive use of salt deadens the taste buds of the tongue until they are able to convey the true taste of any food. And even the salt intake has to be continually increased to have any effect. On the salt-free gers and regimen, it takes a week or so for the paralyzed taste buds to recover. Once that happens, fruits and vegetables suddenly begin to taste more interesting. At the same time, one sense of smell also becomes more acute and contributes to the enjoyment of every meal. Let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food, said Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine, some 2,500 years ago. We might add, let medicine consist of happy foods only. So that was uh, chapter chapter 11, right? Is that what we did? Yeah, that was chapter 11. Did anybody have any questions, comments, uh, concerns? Oh, sorry, that was chapter 10. That was chapter 10 we just did. Did anybody have any questions or comments or concerns? Nope. Okay. So I'll just give it an extra minute, I think. I think we're done then for today's. Uh, we'll just leave it at that and then continue next week with uh, chapter number 11 or 12. And, uh, oh, wait, I have a question here. Hold on. Let's see if somebody's typing a question. So let's see what the question is. Okay, let's see, Susan. Okay, somebody was asking a question, but then they got cut off. Okay, well, thank you for listening, and uh, we will uh, continue next week at the same time. Bye for now.